0: Please welcome the last ringmaster, Jonathan Lee Iverson.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, the time has come. For more than three years, Josh and Matt have brought you the best of the best stories and interviews with the attraction industry's top leaders and personalities interactive learning events, and yes, a tour or two of some of the most fantastic attractions right here in the U.S. of A. This episode will be yet another first, a moment of historical proportions, a collaborative effort of attraction operators, suppliers, and pros ready to share with one and all, just how they're going to lift the industry to higher and more extraordinary heights. Step right up, step right up, embrace yourselves as we are proud to present the 200th episode of the Attraction Pros Podcast.
0: Welcome to the Attraction Pros Podcast, where we discuss the latest trends and challenges
2: facing the attractions industry today. We chat with some of the top leaders in the field and provide resources that will help develop your career in this great industry. I am Josh Liebman.
0: I am obsessed with the guest experience and helping attractions make that their top priority
2: for success. And I'm Matt Heller. I am passionate about organizational effectiveness, leadership development, and employee engagement. Now sit upright, hold
0: on tight, and get ready for The Attraction Pros Podcast. Hey, Josh, how are you? Hey, man. I'm doing amazing. Happy 200th episode of the Attraction Pros Podcast.
2: How are you? I am fan with 200 days. Tastic. Yes. Uh, celebrating our <laughs> 200th episode. So exciting to be here with you for our 200th episode, to our, uh, be here with our listeners. Um, and we put out the call to make this episode really, really special, to, to, to celebrate this milestone. And the industry really responded. They absolutely did. So we came up with this overarching
0: theme for not just what would be exciting for this milestone episode on this podcast here, but what's really important and relevant to the industry today. And that is the theme that attractions are essential. And we have been through so much since March, 2020, as far as our role and our importance in, I guess you could say, global society, and as far as what it is that we do that makes this so needed in our lives. And the nature of how essential we are has very much been challenged and very much been put to the test, particularly with the phrase non-essential, which I've spoken at length about in various podcasts and webinars and other, other opportune times to, to talk about my distaste for that phrase. But really keeping a positive spin on this, we have come up with uh, really a great way to share how important and how essential our industry truly is.
2: I think non-essential to you is like millennial to me. Ah. (laughs) But you're absolutely right. And and one of the ways I've been thinking about this is, you know, during such a crazy pandemic that, you know, there are certain essential needs that people have, right? They need shelter, and they need food, and they need water, and they need um, all those things that keep them alive and and sustain them. Um, But we also need to feel connected. Right. We also need to be entertained. We also need times to laugh. We also need to to make memories and to experience new things. And when I think about what's truly essential about us, you know, I kind of put it in the frame of let's think about how we're recovering from this incredible time and what we do as attractions and the businesses that support attractions absolutely are essential to our recovery. Again, to bring people together, to to let people kind of forget about some of the things that they that they went through. You know, a lot of the people that are you're gonna hear from in this episode talk about escapism and really um, leaving some of your problems behind. And we know that that's not entirely possible, right? You're not gonna completely forget about things, but when you're riding on a roller coaster or you're playing laser tag with your friends or mini golf or whatever it is, you are in the moment and you are having a good time and that transcends so many of the other things that are going on and if we can provide that little bit of an escapism and that opportunity for people to enjoy and laugh and you know let out some some endorphins then that's going to be that's that's really essential to us kind of getting back to some sort of normal
0: yeah. No, that nature of escapism is so important because it really allows people to recharge their batteries, right? It is that pause from the stresses of our, our daily lives and our hardships of our daily life, stresses with could be work, with school, with family, with finances, whatever it is that people are going through. And everybody has those in some capacity that we allow the opportunity not to like you said not to completely get rid of them we we it would be amazing if we could do that but to at least put that on pause so you can think about something else and then go face those challenges and those issues with a little bit of a clearer head you also mentioned things like like basic needs and the the absolute essential and life sustaining services and of course and this of course does not dismiss the the value of that. I, you know, what? a lot of people are familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And at the base of that pyramid is the basic needs. It's food, water, you know, safety, shelter, you know, security, all those things. But as you move up, then you get into those psychological needs and physiological needs and that need to connect and that need to uh, to be entertained, right, and it is all—it is all part there, part of that, part of that pyramid, and part of that structure, as far as what people need. I've been talking for many years when I do guest service training or guest service workshops of really looking at why it is that people are coming and visiting an attraction, and even presenting. Uh, What seems to be a very obvious question is, are people coming because they want to, or because they need to? And I even preface it, and and this goes back way prior to the pandemic, when I've started, you know, pitching this, whether it's to frontline staff or, you know, in in sessions at conferences, uh, of saying that it even sounds silly to even even look at that. Of you know, of course, people don't need to visit. They're coming because they want to. Sometimes we tend to lose sight of that, especially if, you know, if, if you were getting up and going to work every single day, you're going because you need to, right? There's a there's a little bit of a difference in in the reason why uh, the employees are going to the attraction versus why the guests are going to the attraction. But recognizing the desire and that strong want to visit an attraction traces back to those additional needs that people have for that escapism and that ability to have that social interaction and, like I mentioned, recharge their batteries and have that escapism.
2: Well, and I think what's so cool about what we're able to do in this industry is, like you talked about, bringing people together. Because you know during the pandemic and you know when we were told to stay at home, you know to stay safe, which was the the right thing to do and you had a game on zoom and yeah that was fun but it was nowhere near as fun as getting together with people you know again shooting them with a laser gun and laser tag or you know even running into somebody and and having an interaction with a total stranger at an amusement park that is something you can't replicate virtually right so i think that is something that you know we don't necessarily plan for but it happens and you know when you do talk about needs you know, I was in a bunch of amusement parks recently, and it definitely feels like people need to be there, or, or it's a very strong want, right? To to feel the the wind in their hair as they go on a roller coaster, or to to just again laugh with their friends. Um, and I think that gives people so much. Uh, it's 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 soul fulfilling, if you will, right? To do that, and you can only get so much of that on on a Zoom or on a webinar and that kind of thing. So I think being able to put people in physical places and have them um, go back to what is sort of normal for them, you know, even if it's in a slightly different way, um, I think that gives people such a, um, a, a sense of, oh, okay, we can do this. And you know, it, it makes everything brighter, if you will. Yeah, and you say that while you were visiting these parks and seeing
0: other guests, that the want was so strong that to them personally, it felt like a need. So there really is actually a genuine mental health connection with what we do and the benefits that we provide from that standpoint. Now, neither of us are, are experts in mental health or, or in psychology. But I was recently speaking with my mother about this. Actually, she is a clinical psychologist. Uh, she she lives in South Florida, the Miami area, and she told me throughout the pandemic that many of the things of and, and talking kind of high level of of what her patients were talking about was that they genuinely. We're missing the opportunities to go to places like Disney, Universal, to the large theme parks, or even the smaller attractions all throughout Florida, whether through you know South Florida where she lives or or even beyond. And then as places started to open back up, she said that the the tone. Of what some of her patients were actually saying was that they, you know, were able to visit Disney, or you know, I, I just spent the weekend at Busch Gardens, and I feel just so much better than I, I did last week because of of that that escapism and that that recharge. I she was talking to a patient recently about Halloween horror nights. And and her patient said, "I need Halloween Horror Nights in my life. Uh, it's that place where I can be in another world with costumes, haunted houses, and get scared, knowing I am completely safe. Halloween Horror Nights makes me feel like a child, abandoning all adult responsibility." So she sent that to me, kind of paraphrasing. She's sort of been been taking notes of, of knowing that you know this is kind of an, an ongoing conversation that you know that that she and I are having, uh, but really seeing the importance. Of what our industry does from a number of different capacities. Now, of course, there are also the economic benefits of it—the you know the, the tax dollars and and inbound tourism and all of that, the job creation that we provide, charitable contributions and philanthropic efforts. Uh, we we look at. Uh, from, from this episode in particular, we look at this from so many different angles, particularly the people who've contributed to it. Uh, we've had people on the podcast before who've, who've also, you'll be hearing from shortly, Pam Landworth from Give Kids the World of how important that facility is to being able to provide those moments for those families and doing it in a very accessible way. Along the same lines, Bob McCullough, who you'll be hearing from soon as well from Morgan's Wonderland, talking about being the first uh, you know, fully accessible theme park. So why are they essential? Because they're able to provide those types of experiences to people who otherwise would not be able to have them at all or in general. So when we look at the reasons why attractions are essential we can break it down into so many different categories and so many different points that we can stress of why we're so important.
2: Absolutely. And you you talk about, um, you know, kind of the, the impact on the guest, right, in terms of why we might be essential. And, you know, your, your mom certainly, you know, nailed it, that this is, this is something that, you um, People feel like we'll, we'll bring them back to some sort of normalcy. And that's what everybody's been talking about, right? We talked about the new normal. How many new normals did we go through uh, during the pandemic? And one thing that I think was really interesting about what Audrey Jowett said was that, you know, we were doing things as attractions that weren't normal, right? You know, social distancing and, and masks and those kind of things. And what she says is, you know, let's pull some of that back. Yes, we're going to keep cleaning. And yes, we're going to do all those things. And, you know, we talked so many times about, you know, put those things out in front of people so they know that you're cleaning, right? She's like, well, that's not normal right so in order for us to create a sense of normalcy or go back to that and and create it for our guests let's go back to normal operation right you know of course now the, the guidelines have been loosened a little bit you don't have to wear a mask if you're if you're vaccinated and, and those type of things but she's like because of that let's go back to uh, more of a a recognizable operation, so that people can have the escapism. You know, when you go to someplace and you see the the, the signs on the on the ground, or you see people with masks, it kind of takes you out of the the environment and the experience that the attraction was built for. So, I think that's a great point from her, and and uh, um, she really articul articulates it better than I could right now. <laughs> and,
3: and I think
0: that that was just one of the biggest challenges. That the entire industry was facing as locations started to reopen, of saying yes, you can open, but here's this very long list of restrictions that you need to comply with that really could dilute the experience and the whole purpose of being able to open, uh, and particular, you know, of, of you know theme parks not being able to have parades or fireworks shows, and you know those are those are huge. Uh, reasons why why people go visit a park aside from you know just riding rides or uh, you know or, or playing games or uh, you know or, or things like that. Uh, a, another point too uh, when we had Louis Alfieri on the podcast which was now I think close to a couple of years ago now, he talked about that the talents and the creativity that we have that we are using within the the entertainment industry, can and should be used in other applications outside the industry as well. And he mentioned a number of different, I would say, societal issues that we can use, uh, You know, the, the ways that we operate a theme park or a large attraction could also be used towards fighting climate change and things like that. And being able to creatively look at how we're able to even look outward from the industry for what we have and what we're using on a daily basis from an entertainment standpoint of how we can help fix the world in many other ways too.
2: Right. Right. And when you, when you talk about fix the world, that's a, that's a daunting task, right? Yeah. Uh, if you can help fix or, or help individuals, right. Get better at what they do or, or live a better life, then certainly that is something that we can, we can, you know, um, you know, attacking in a more more direct way, um, and one of the things is as you'll see um, in a minute, uh, Luke and Cody Schuler uh, from Flying Squirrel, they talk so much about the health benefits. Of going to a trampoline park or going to an amusement park, uh, not only mentally, like you mentioned before, but the physical, right? Just getting off the couch and you know not playing video games, but you know coming out and jumping around and moving and you know increasing increasing muscle mass and body that de- you know your bone density and all those things that keep you healthy as a human being. That it's not just about you know the fun. There are definitely health benefits also to going to these things. Like I mentioned, I was at you know a bunch of amusement, amusement parks recently. And I was doing a lot of walking, a lot more walking than I would normally do. So that again is, is good for your, uh, is good for your health. So, uh, it's great to hear those kind of messages as well.
0: I, I remember seeing an article a couple of years ago along similar lines, slight tangent, but that roller coasters are one of the best ways to, uh, cure kidney stones. <laughs> I'll have to find it. I'll have to find it. But <laughs> But when looking at good for your health of saying, Hey, well, maybe, maybe that's a good reason why you need to ride a roller coaster. And then when we had Andreas Anderson uh, from Liseberg on, uh, towards, towards the end of 2020, he talked about how thrill rides are good for your health too. So it's definitely, uh, you know, it's, it's something that, that, uh, you know, clearly, uh, is, is worth talking about and worth mentioning and, and there certainly are, are absolute benefits to that. So, These are our thoughts on why attractions are essential and picking from a little bit of from what some of our previous podcast guests have said and what from some of our upcoming contributors have said as well. We put the call out for the entire industry to give the opportunity to share why attractions are essential, and we are thrilled with the response that we got of many individuals from parks, from attractions, from museums, as well as from the supplier side of the industry as well, talking about why attractions are essential and why their businesses in particular are essential. And we're really excited to share with you uh, this common theme from the industry of why what we do is so important.
2: And if you didn't get to contribute, but you still want to share your story, we would love to hear it. So shoot us a note at any of the socials or attractionpros at gmail.com. And we would love to hear your story about why your business or why your attraction is so essential to our recovery.
0: Absolutely. So for right now, I would say, let's hear it from the industry on why attractions are essential.
2: Adam Sandy, Zamperla.
4: Hi, this is Adam Sandy with Zamperla. I forgot to do this until the last minute, hence why I'm uh, covered in sweat and cycling. Uh, Coming to you from Italy, I want to share a few reasons why I think the attractions industry is essential. The attractions industry provides two simple but essential services, jobs and memories. Where I work at Zamperla, the company employs over 450 people on six continents around the world, over half of which are in our home country of Italy. They are not only office jobs, but also artistic and technical opportunities that cover every discipline. The memory side is easy. Our attractions create shared experiences around the world for people of all ages. The first roller coaster ride a child has with a parent, a first date, children, parents, and grandparents all visiting a park together. They are not just moments to be shared on social media, but real experiences that will be treasured for a lifetime. Andreas Anderson, Liseberg. What
5: makes liseberg essential i think that's a that's a good question we are as much a a a meeting place as we are an amusement park or a destination and we are very much part of the the social and and cultural fabric of of the city i think this uh, last year of the, the pandemic has shown us that what we provide may be intangible Nonetheless, um, it is important to bring joy and, and happiness to our guests, to have them experience something in real life, um, and have and to have them experience something together. It's very much a social experience. I'm 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 not sure we always get the the credit we deserve. Um, we may be taken a little bit for granted, but sitting here, reopening the park after. 520 days of closure it is evident that we were missed and i I guess that makes us essential
2: audrey jowett revolution adventures
6: hi i'm audrey jowett one of the owners here at revolution adventures we run an off-road attraction park in glorious lake county florida don't you just love the view from my office window We were asked, why are attractions an essential part of the recovery from the pandemic? We thought long and hard about this. And we came up with a lot of ideas as to why we were important economically and socially. We were very important to the general public. But then we decided mostly it's because people want to return to normality. You often hear that people will say, I want to go back to normal so we thought about what is normal and actually we realized that we were part of the problem we were passing on information to our guests that said we are not normal so this is not what we want to happen we were showing them signs stand here put your mask on wash your hands keep socially distanced All the things that we were doing behind the scenes before, like washing our helmets and sanitizing our bikes, that we've always done, we were showing people that's what we were doing, which made everything feel unnormal. So we decided to stop. We took a step back and we said, you know what? The one thing that we can do as an attraction, an outdoor attraction, is to welcome families back so they actually do get some relief from the pandemic. Not only Revolution Adventures, but the entire Attractions community has the ability to help people to feel normal again. Take down some of the signs, don't reduce your procedures, your claiming, your your protocols, don't reduce any of that. But don't keep telling people that they have in the middle of a pandemic and they have to behave not normally tourists are returning to Florida, and we're very happy to welcome them here at Revolution Adventures.
0: Bob McCullough, Morgan's Wonderland.
7: Hi, this is Bob McCullough, Communications Director for Morgan's Wonderland in beautiful San Antonio, Texas. It's a real honor for us to be part of this 200th episodes celebration for our Attraction Pros. So again, thank you so much for allowing us to be a participant. As far as Morgan's Wonderland concern is concerned, we're the world's only theme park designed with those with special needs in mind and built for everyone's enjoyment. So we uh, do believe that our return to, you know, full operation is absolutely essential, especially for those with special needs. They unfortunately were pretty much locked down during the pandemic. And so we've seen kind of a pent up demand for those who want to get out and about again and enjoy our beautiful park. But we didn't uh, sit still during the pandemic. We did a lot of things. We hosted blood drives. We hosted food bank distributions. We also sent our butterfly mascot, Joy, out onto visits that we call Delivering Joy Visits to members of the special needs community who were having a particularly tough time during the pandemic. And we also didn't sit still with our expansion. We now have uh, Morgan's Wonderland Camp that is uh, new and opening. The same for Morgan's Wonderland Sports Complex. So we've got a lot going on and thankfully we're beyond the pandemic and can look forward to the future with a lot of optimism. As we always say together, we are you know, making a difference. So that is definitely the case. Again, thank you so much to Attraction Pros and congratulations on your 200th, 200th episode. We wish you all the, all the luck in the world and hope that uh, we'll continue to m- maintain good uh, uh, touch with you. So, so long from
8: San Antonio.
2: Brandon Wiley,
8: Hound. Brandon Wiley with Hound, and I believe attractions are essential. Humans crave experiences. We need places to celebrate special occasions, to release tension, to relax, to explore or learn, seek excitement, have an adventure, or get a dose of adrenaline. Ultimately, we
1: want to create long-lasting memories with our family and with our friends, and that is essential.
0: Felicia Cook, The Dolphin Company.
9: Hello, my name is Felicia Cook from The Dolphin Company. We believe our attraction is essential as we provide 2 million smiles every year and more than a 1,500 collaborators working together towards the same objective. There are more than 2,000 ocean and nature's ambassadors in our care, and more than 200 species have been born in our care. Thanks to what we have learned by caring for these animals, we have been able to successfully accomplish more than 60 investigations and academic papers to help our planet and to provide 1,000 new opportunities for animals in distress through our rescue team. We also provide school visits free of charge through which we have taught more than 1 million bright minds for a new future. Since 1994, we've created and shared unforgettable experiences in harmony with the environment for more than 12 million guests. And there's so many more to come.
10: Greg Fisher. Trip Shock. Hey, everyone. Greg Fisher here from tripshock.com. To me, attractions are essential because our kids need memories. They need experiences. And attractions and activities give that to them. And being a father of two, being that I have really great memories at Disney and the local mini golf park or the arcades down the road, these are things that stay with them. These are things that they're going to pass down memories, um, experiences that they're going to want to have with their children, and that's why we need to continue investing in our 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 industry. Because uh, if there was no attractions, if you know half of them went away tomorrow, what you know where could we go? You know where could we have like fulfilling time with our with our children and our loved ones? So. To me, that's why I believe attractions are essential.
0: Ike Kwan, California Academy of Sciences.
10: Why
11: is our public attraction, in this case, the California Academy of Sciences, essential? Um, Well, our 38,000 live animals notwithstanding, um, we are essential for just some of the same reasons I think that people are going to state. Um, If you look at uh, uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, I think public attractions occupies like the top three tiers, Uh, the need to connect with people, uh, the need to be creative, um, the need to um, uh, have culture. Uh, The things that we missed the most during the pandemic were the things that you get from public attractions, Uh, being in the company of, of other people. Um, learning new things, experiencing new things outside of our home. Um, And I think people being trapped in their houses um, or their apartments or wherever, sheltering in place for over a year, all the more accentuated the need for just that human contact. Uh, Pre-pandemic, we attend public attractions for so many reasons, um, just to get out. um, But it's beyond that. Uh, So much of the content that you get Uh, in a place like the California Academy of Sciences, um, you can arguably get, in some shape or form, streaming. Um, You can uh, get it on on TV or a program or online. But again, even pre-pandemic, the reason people would come to a place like this is because you wanted to do it in the company of others and experiencing things firsthand. Uh, So... uh, that was accentuated all the more by having to do everything virtually. Um, so uh, when I say essential, it is essential to the quality of life. Uh, it is, uh, we are essential, I think, for uh, people's enjoyment. We live in a, in a society where uh, we have great culture and art um, and amusements uh, that make life richer, make it more fun. Um, so for those reasons alone, I consider us essential. I'll say also here, uh, practically speaking, not just the jobs and the economic impact of the area, which is huge. Um, I will also say that we here had the privilege of being able to serve in a practical sense. Uh, We were able to stand up our uh, emergency command process uh, in January of 2020, which was a, a few months earlier than the city and even the state of California. As a result, we were able to get a lot of PPE and uh, sanitizing uh, supplies early in anticipation of the emergency. And unbeknownst to us, um, after the shutdown, there were healthcare providers, senior citizen groups here in San Francisco that were short these supplies. And uh, we were in a unique position to be able to to donate to to many of these groups and provide somewhat of a helping hand uh, to obviously our frontline responders and most vulnerable. And we consider that uh, a a benefit of of being a public venue that thought ahead um, and got ahead just a little bit so we could uh, help our neighbors and communities. So uh, thank you very much for uh, doing this and putting this together. And we wish everyone a a great recovery
2: uh, that's safe, but also brings
11: uh, life back to normal.
2: Thank you. Jennifer Berthium, Lion Country Safari.
12: Hello. I'm Jennifer with Line Country Safari, Florida's largest drive through safari park. We welcome a half a million guests every single year and employ just under 200 employees. A new study by the St. Louis Zoo shows a visit to the zoo is good for health. I'd say that makes us pretty essential. Our mission is to be a leader in animal care, conservation, and education through inspiring people with connections with wildlife. That also makes us wildly essential. Thank you for having me on the 200th episode and I hope you have a wild day.
13: Keith James, Jack Rouse Associates. My name is Keith James and I'm the CEO and owner of Jack Rouse Associates in Cincinnati, Ohio. And while the amusement industry is not deemed essential, the emotions that we bring to people certainly are. Laughter is essential, joy is essential, relief from pain is essential. And whether it's for a theme park, a museum, or a branded attraction, JRA is proud to create immersive experiences that ignite joy in our audiences. As JRA's founder, Jack Rouse, once stated, every hour of every day, somewhere in the world, we're creating a smile, engaging a mind, or touching a heart. And I know that I speak for everyone at JRA, as well as all of our industry colleagues, when I say that we look forward to creating these lasting, essential memories for our guests for many, many years to come.
2: Luke and Cody Schuler, Flying Squirrel Sports. Hi, I'm Luke Schuler,
14: COO of Flying Squirrel Sports. And I'm Cody Schuler, CEO of Flying Squirrel Sports. The pandemic has disrupted our normal routines in life. Our lives are so busy that most of us have forgotten how important and essential it is to set apart time for healthy active fun. Flying Squirrel helps people engage in a unique type of recreational activity that excites you and brings down unwanted worries and tensions. And also stress helping make you feel happier and healthier. It also allows you to build stronger bonds among family members. The care and attention that security get within your family will help decide how happy You truly are. This in return will add to your overall health and well being. Your mental well-being decides on how well you perform each day and how stressful you are. Flying school allows you to engage in recreational activity with your friends and loved ones on a regular basis, ultimately decreasing tensions and stress to properly maintain a balance in your lives. It can also help improve your level of confidence, self-esteem and quality of life. Flying school recreational activities improves health like maintaining lower body fat percentages, lowering blood and cholesterol levels, increasing muscular strength, flexibility, body composition and cardiovascular and muscular endurance. It's important that your kids experience activities that enhance peer relationships and interpersonal skills. It gives them the chance to discover talents other than academic excellence, which can later lead to a career. Flying scroll activities help in overall development of children, physically, mentally, and emotionally. It also enhances all-around family development, thus helping parents get get some you time. When the kids are napping after a session of burning their energy at the park, which is essential to all parents worldwide. Overall, flying squirrel adds value to some key factors of your overall well-being for the entire family. It also helps increase lymphatic flow in the body, increases detoxification and cleansing of the body. It's a fun way of staying in shape or losing weight. Improves the immune system, strengthens the skeletal system, increases bone mass, and it also helps reduce cellulite. Ignites cellular energy and increases mitochondrial production increases oxygen circulation, improves cardiovascular system, improves co- coordination, balance, and posture. It also increases muscle to fat ratio and overall reduces body fat. provides a low impact, safe cardiovascular exercise and reduces fatigue and helps prevent cancer. Flying squirrels is essential to provide the gateway for parents to be parents but also get a break at home while the kids are sleeping from a great workout. It's essential to constantly work on your mental and physical well-being. Especially today, we need active, healthy, fun activities, and Flying Squirrel is a place where everyone is welcome. It's time to break the kids away from the video games and relieve stress. Improve your health, and Flying Squirrel can help in so many different ways, as your personal needs are essential to living a positive and healthy lifestyle. Thank you so much. We appreciate your time. And that's a wrap.
0: Louis Alfieri, Raven
15: Sun Creative. We're at a pivotal moment. We are not completely out of the woods with COVID-19 yet, yet the light at the end of the tunnel is growing brighter, contributing to a more bullish view of where our industry is headed. You know, we've seen a lot of technological convergence and digital connectivity, blurring the boundaries between media and pushing us toward a time of constant transformation during the last 18 to 24 months. Uh, it's been both thrilling and terrifying. But the rate of change was already accelerating, you know, prior to COVID, and COVID has really poured fuel on the fire. Every single person in our global audience today has been impacted and found their life changing in unexpected ways during the last 18 months. Who watched television, picked up a book, returned to a long ignored pastime, or discovered a new skill? I would be hard-pressed to find anybody today in our audience who has not been touched, inspired, or brought together in some way by creatives, emerging technologies, and new categories of business. Who would have thought 24 months ago that the entire planet's inhabitants and virtually everyone uh, everywhere would come to a full stop, that all forms of physical interaction would come to a halt, and virtually everyone on the planet would turn to computers to communicate and the arts to adapt their lives? And you know, whether that be through television, books, movies, hobbies, e learning, digital, video communication, or remote work, remote work, Everyone on the planet was touched by design and creative aspects that have really taken on a new meaning since. You know, the world has not truly identified the value that creativity has benefited their well being, uh, and rather they've t- taken it for granted. You know, I think whether you're in museums, events, tourism, resorts, theme parks, FECs, zoos, aquariums, or heritage sites, We now know the impact that our presence and creative function has on people's lives. And and, and I think the vast majority of people do. You know, the virtualization of place and the enduring value of real-world destinations have become at the forefront of, of everyone's minds. COVID has helped destinations, developers, designers, artists, cultural sites, and brands understand how to engage and expand our identity online. Uh, and I think it's very important that we understand that through all of this creative interface, we've understand how to innovate and collaborate on a greater level. So what does that really mean you know in terms of what's essential? I think today not only are we essential, but we are the key to economic, social and mental well-being. Uh, and, and I think that the last 24 months have reiterated the importance of that and how creative has touched everyone's lives. Uh, so I think that uh, we are essential and that the uh, ability to look back over the last 18 to 24 months reinforces that unequivocally. Uh, I'm Louis Alfieri with Ravenson Creative. We're the transformational experience company and we look forward to changing the world together. Thank you. Marcus Gaines, Coaster Touring.
16: As someone who typically spends 40 to 50 days a year in a visitor attraction somewhere around the world, either for fun or through my work producing promotional videos for our wonderful clients, I can say that you are an essential industry. When you visit an attraction, whether it's an aquarium or an amusement park or a zoo, it's all about escapism. It's about getting away from those everyday stresses of life whether that's worrying about the leaking ceiling thanks to a recent storm, or it's worrying about the mess that you really should have tidied up, or worrying about school on Monday morning. Visiting an attraction as a family, as a group of friends, forges bonds and creates memories that last a lifetime. Helping to boost the mental well-being of the general public. And for that reason, I can happily say that the amusement industry and attraction industry is essential.
2: Mark Rosenzweig, 3DX Scenic.
17: Hi, I'm Mark Rosenzweig, Senior Account Executive for 3DX Scenic here in the Cincinnati, Ohio area. Why are we essential and why are attractions essential? Attractions provide escapism from everyone's obligations, everything that people need to do, not what they want to do. And they want to go visit an attraction. And we believe that our products and services enhance attractions even further. Whether it's one of our custom parade floats, one of our scenic flats or scenic sets, or even one of our dimensional signs that brings even more life to an area of a park or an attraction, whether it's an old or new one being rebranded or introduced to the public. At 3DX Scenic, we truly believe that the world is a dimensional place and it is a place that should be expressed. And our team of artisans and professionals and creatives here relish the opportunity to serve our clients and we look forward to the continued rebirth of the attractions industry as we move into 2021 and 2022 and beyond. Have a great year everyone.
0: Matt Eckert, Holiday World. Hey guys, Matt Eckert here with Holiday World and Splash and Safari. Just wanted to say hello to everyone in the industry and it's so great to be back. 2020 was a heck of a year for our entire industry, theme parks, everyone involved. And uh, we're glad to be back. And Holiday World is essential uh, as are all of our colleagues in the sense that we bring joy, we bring happiness, we bring laughter to families. And after 2020, after the pandemic, uh, no one is in more need of of laughter and memories than than our guests. So we're glad to be back. We're glad to be doing that
2: again. And we look forward to seeing everyone soon. Have a great day. Paige Ryder, Attraction Pros.
12: Hello. My name is Paige Ryder, I write the summary articles for each week's Attraction Pros podcast and I am elated to see themed entertainment thriving again. While it is true that themed entertainment is non-essential as the term was recently used during the COVID-19 pandemic, that has never meant that these venues are not incredibly important and beloved. Themed entertainment offerings provide so many vital aspects to their communities millions of jobs, opportunities to learn and to decompress, and destinations for family and friends to make lasting memories. And each individual attraction offers something completely unique. For example, Give Kids the World Village in Florida gives critically ill children and their families an accessible, worry-free, magical vacation at no cost. And it provides a meaningful purpose to many of its volunteers. The Henry Ford Museum in Michigan provides windows into the past, highlighting world-changing innovations and pivotal moments throughout history. It may even spark a love or curiosity for engineering or science in one of its many student visitors. National parks and nature-based attractions like the Grand Canyon in Arizona encourage exploration and exercise. They also provide opportunities to protect our planet's delicate ecosystems or draw attention to the impacts we humans are having on our home planet. For me personally, I often call Universal Orlando Resort my happy place. And after staying home to stay safe for over a year, I was beyond thrilled to walk through its turnstiles last month and hear the familiar inviting sounds of an adventure about to happen. Thank you for allowing me to share.
0: Pam Landworth, Give Kids the World.
12: So the question is, why is our attraction, Give Kids the World,
18: essential? And I think you can sum it up in one word, and that is accessibility. We, we serve children and families from all around the world. These children have a critical illness and one wish to experience all the magic that Central Florida has to offer. And many of them need accessible rides. And in so many of the attractions, you don't have them. And so the ability to have things like Laura's Magical Flight and Kelly's Swing and our uh, carousel, these two amazing attractions were donated by Zamperla. And we can't thank them enough. To see the joy on a child's face, to ride a ride for the very first time, and to see their parents crying because they're able to watch their children do it, I think that's what makes us essential.
2: Paul Griffiths, Painesville Park Trust. Hello, my name is Paul Griffiths, I'm the
19: director of the Paines Hill Park Trust. Paines Hill is a 150 acre landscape garden just south of London in England. In our 150 acres featuring woodlands, walks, follies, such as the ruined abbey you can see behind me, and the vineyards that you can see behind me, of which we produce our own wine. We are an employer of over 35 people, but we also have 250 volunteers who really, really give up so much time to make the most out of our site, and also for their own well-being, coming out of various situations such as loneliness or being widowed, or just purely wanting to be part of something and support a local charity. We have over 200,000 visitors a year who come to enjoy the amazing tranquil settings that Paines has to offer. And I'll scroll around a little bit so you get a little bit more of a view of what Pain's Hill has to offer. So we're essential because we offer an amazing place for people to spend time their well-being mentally and physically enjoying walks and time at leisure within the amazing gardens of Paines Hill. Thank you. Rachel Harper, Castle Fun Park.
20: My name is Rachel, I'm from Castle Fun Park which is a family entertainment centre in British Columbia, Canada and why are we essential? Um, our guests have a lot going on in their lives, things to worry about, things that cause stress, but I really feel Castle Fun Park just provides an escape from all of that. They can come down, connect with their friends and family and be immersed into an experience. Um, They're not really focused on what happened yesterday or focusing on what they have to do tomorrow. They're really just in the moment, having fun. Um, I know from a personal perspective, um, as an employee, me and my colleagues um, were people people, you know? Uh, We like to make people happy. We like to make people laugh and smile. Um, and recognize that it's a a privilege to be able to do that, to make somebody's day. Um, And in these uncertain times, I think that that's provided such a great sense of purpose that Castle fun Park is also, you know, beneficial for our mental health. Um, So, yeah, that would be why we're essential. Many different reasons, as is the entire industry.
3: Ron Gustafson, Quasi. Well, you know, essential, when you think of Quasi and essential, Um, we've been essential to the community for 113 years now, when you think about it. You know, the park is one of a handful of trolley parks remaining, and there's only one west of the Mississippi. That's Oaks out in Portland, Oregon. And I guess the best way to put it for uh, anyone listening is, you know, Quasi is a throwback uh, to the old traditional parks, but we have a lot of new elements as well. And... We're still uh, very family affordable. When you look at the other attractions in the entire uh, region that we're uh, competing with, we've got the best pricing across the board. And we're trying to hold that pricing so families can afford to come out and, and visit. Uh, and certainly, you know, in today's climate, it's, it's very challenging. But we're an essential part of the community. We do a lot for the community. Um, you know, that we're involved in. You probably saw our launch this spring. We did uh, a big quasi-cares um, two solid weekends of food donations and personal care items and even dog food to help a number of not-for-profits in our area. And we blew the doors off the place. We were just simply amazed by the response. We are basically overwhelmed. <laughs> so that's a good thing. Um, but yeah we're you know we feel we're an essential part of um not only on our doorstep but you know we, we reach out we do a lot of work with give kids the world village um you know and other foundations and such through um our associations with uh, uh, the northeast group which is uh, formerly the APA, the new england association as well as iapa
0: ryan borton Funovation. so my name is ryan borton i'm the
8: ceo of funnovation and I would deem family entertainment or out-of-home entertainment absolutely necessary or essential. Uh, the reason is, is, you know, at Funovation we measure the amount of people that go through our attractions in smiles. And as we know, smiling releases, you know, these types of neurotransmitters that, you know, when smiling releases the neurotransmitters, it makes you feel happy and that's what family entertainment does it makes people feel happy and i would say that our attractions require both brain and brawn meaning these are things that people cannot do at home these are things that are going to get them off the couch and are going to be essential to their happiness so that's one thing you know we like to say is let's let's create more smiles let's make people happy and have them know that family entertainment is absolutely essential
2: sarah cole Glazer's Children's Museum.
18: Hi, I'm Sarah Cole with the Glazer Children's Museum. We believe deeply that all museums are absolutely essential in our economy. Museums, especially children's museums, we believe provide a space of respite and joy. Over the last year, the stresses of uh, being working from home for a lot of families suddenly having to set up extra offices at the same time that they're trying to manage child care and schooling for their, their children. Uh, dealing with employment issues dealing with the added stress of more work with less help all of these things have added to significant stress and strain in the home, the Uh, strain on children has been immense. There have been increased incidents of mental health crises in children as young as kindergarten. And we believe that places like the children's museums, places like uh, parks and attractions provide a space of play and a space of joy for those families. Uh, So often we think about essential in terms of food and health and safety and shelter, and those things are absolutely primary and essential. But play is essential, laughter is essential, and joy is essential. And that's what we provide to families.
0: Tom Moulton, Southern Arizona Attractions Alliance.
21: Hi there. My name's uh, Tom Moulton, and I'm with the Southern Arizona Attractions Alliance. We are a nonprofit organization representing uh, over 120 members. Now 99 of those are attractions, whereas the balance are support organizations such as hotels and, and restaurants, and especially chambers and destination marketing organizations. Now uh, certainly there are a lot more destination drivers than attractions in any uh, municipality, a regional area. Uh, However, uh, they focus on lots of things like hotels and resorts and spas, Uh, and of course they do uh, promote attractions as well. However, uh, we started an organization about 25 years ago so we could focus specifically just on attractions. So we developed uh, two brochures, both uh, in English and in Spanish. And then we also developed a discount coupon booklet, which is called the Tucson Attractions Passport, or some people call it the uh, Book of Fun. Now, this has every single attraction uh, in it. Uh, most of them participate with a buy one, get one free. That we believe is the best incremental opportunity to get a new visitor. So we market, we create innovative ways to reach out to folks that uh, love to come to the attractions or for those folks that are actually like travel agents or meeting planners putting together uh, either FITs or groups. So we're a very strong uh, membership organization here in the Tucson area. And we work with our destination partner, Visit Tucson. And we're glad to work together to promote uh, the destination of Tucson, Arizona. So thank you for the opportunity. Uh, We have a great partnership with all of the attractions and we work together, especially now uh, in our post-pandemic time period. Let's all recover together. Thank you and have a good day.
0: Well, there you have it. If you weren't convinced before that attractions are essential and that why what we do is so important, hopefully you are by now, And we are so grateful uh, for the opportunity to share all of these messages with you.
2: And we are so grateful for everybody that contributed. We want to give a big shout out and a big thank you to everybody who sent us a video, who did a video for us on Zoom, everybody who helped contribute to this. Because really, like everything that we do as attraction pros, we could not do it alone. So we want to thank everybody who contributed and, uh, and was really part of this very special episode.
0: Yeah and and with that you know cheers to 200 episodes and and to the next 200 episodes of the Attraction Pros podcast but even more importantly uh, to the industry's ongoing recovery you know we're now uh, more than halfway through 2021 and we're seeing an upward trend at at this time and hopefully it continues going and hopefully more and more of the world sees why attractions are essential and uh, gets out there and, and starts moving and starts visiting location-based entertainment uh, more and more. So
2: we can see another surge in our industry. Absolutely. And so for everybody out there watching and listening, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being a wonderful member of our industry and just remember now more than ever, we are all attraction pros. Thanks for listening to the Attraction Pros podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you can tune in when new episodes release. And even better, please leave us a review on iTunes. For more information, visit attractionpros.com.